Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode 46 of the bi-weekly trophy hunting show. I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by two Nora Braves, Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. How are you boys doing today? Awesome. I like that Nora Brave title you gave us. I had to, yeah, do something a little different. A little different introduction, give the listeners a hint of what's to come. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> yep. Uh, Eli, how you doing, dude? Good. Doing good. Feeling pretty brave. Feeling brave. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We're into the dad jokes already. A few minutes in, or a few seconds in, I should say. <laughs> it's and good stuff. Since, since we're the Nora Braves, does that make, make you the matriarch? <laughs> matriarch Benizia or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, dude. I'm, yeah, I'll be the matriarch, I guess. But some of the, there's better or worse versions of them, you know, so I'll let you guys decide which one you you feel most aligns. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right on. Well, thank you for joining me this evening as we record. Uh, yeah, episode 46 of the show. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. We uh, talked about in episode 45 that this episode was going to be a little bit different and focused pretty much entirely on Horizon Zero Dawn, the game that we've all been playing as much as we're able to this month so far. And we're pretty excited about that. It's It's been a while, right? Like the last time we did that was when Eli, you and I did Terminator. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, we played Demon Souls together somewhat. That's true. That's true. And but there was also... Do... Uh... Go ahead. <clears throat> we didn't do us like a specific discussion on it. Mm-hmm. Or episode... Right. That's what I was thinking, too, with, like, uh, Windbreaker. Like, we were both playing that at the same time, but mm. not dedicated, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that it's uh, it's going to be a good discussion. Looking forward to it very much so. And, again, thanks for being here. And thank you to all the listeners, new and returning. We really appreciate it. Let's start off with a banger question, though, as I had a little voice crack there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with a, with a, with a, with a banger question. Holy moly, it's going to be a long one, I can tell. This is how it's starting out, already fucking up. Anyway, uh, so I wanted to ask you boys, we're coming up on a pretty cool holiday, in my opinion, one of my favorites of the year, and that is Thanksgiving, celebrated here in the United States, and I think they celebrate it in Canada as well. Is that correct, boys? You're yeah, asking sure. the wrong guy. Just, just a gut check, what do you think? No. You don't think so? Okay. Maybe, I guess. If anywhere, it would be there. That's that's yeah. my thinking. Regardless, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> and so Pat, I was, Pat will have to let us know. Yes, Pat, let us know. Please. Um, this yeah. is the second Monday of October. Okay, but they do have it, though. Huh. Yeah, it's already happened. Wow, a little late then Over. on the uptake <laughs> over here. But there, uh, There's snow <laughs> comes a lot earlier, too, I'm sure. That's true. Like, you know. Yeah, the season begins is, earlier. The harvest is plenty over, I'm sure. That is a really good point as well. Well, anyway, Pat, uh, you're going to have another Thanksgiving, so I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> coming up <laughs> here in a few days. And as such, I was going over the menu with my folks, right? They're coming to visit, talking about who's going to cook what, kind of do some planning. And I was just curious, you know, in general, if you guys have a favorite and a least favorite Thanksgiving dish. Eli, what do you got? What do you, what do you think? Like, what's my favorite? What's your favorite, and what's your right, I'm favorite? reading. I'm Go reading ahead. about Canadian Thanksgiving now. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Take all your time. <laughs> Take it. Uh, my favorite Thanksgiving dish. Yes, sir. 
My favorite Thanksgiving dish that my mom makes is uh, sweet potato casserole. And it's basically like dessert. It's fucking bomb. <laughs> I don't know exactly what's in it, but it's sweet potatoes. And I think uh, like pecans, like one of them nuts. Pecans or walnuts that you put on. One of them nuts. Top of foods. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is it bread? I don't know. No, I think it's just bread. that. And probably a lot of sugar. Yeah, there might be marshmallows. I don't know if we do marshmallows, but I've definitely seen it like that. Okay. But yeah, it's just like dessert. It's bomb. And you get to eat it with like dinner. So, does it have any sort of savory flavor to it, or is it like you use that to balance the other thing? Savory. What's the say? What's I'm saying savory flavor. Like a savory flavor, like you know, like like starchy sort of like like basically like any other dish you have at Thanksgiving is savory. I think except for the cranberries and maybe the Uh, pumpkin pie. What does savory mean? Like good? I thought savory was just like good. Oh my gosh! All right, hold on a second. I'm gonna, an I'm gonna, aromatic we're getting, plant we're another, yeah. of the mint family. Belonging to the category. Herb. Yeah, belonging to the category that is salty or spicy rather than sweet. Oh, salty or spicy? Yeah. Well, there's turkey. No, no, I'm saying is your is your sweet potato dish savory at all, or is it all sweet? Oh, it's about. sweet. It's all it's sweet. sweet. Okay, cool. It's pretty much all sweet. Yeah. It's fucking ball. Well. It's dessert. Yeah. That sounds really good, actually. I've never been one for that dish, but it sounds quite good. What? Yeah. You don't like it? It's, it's, well, anyway, let's get to your least favorite and we'll get over to, we'll come over and discuss my least favorite. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Well, no, wait, is that, they usually make like mushroom soup? Is that a different day? There's like a, or Christmas, I mean, there's a green bean casserole that is with the mushroom soup. Uh, definitely not mushroom soup. Okay. But yeah, I like, I like green beans and I don't know. I'd honestly almost say like turkey. Yeah. It's just, it's just fucking turkey. You know what I mean? Like nothing super cool about it. It's a big bird. Is it very dry? I've heard it's quite dry. I mean, that depends on, uh, like how or who it cooks, but. I don't know. It's just a fucking mess. You know, you gotta cut the whole fucking thing up. It creates all these <laughs> fuck bones and trash and arms and legs. And you know what I'm saying? It's just, I don't know. It's kind of a mess. It's uh, not worth the work, in my opinion. Um, it's, a, it's a complicated but, bird. Yeah. I mean, if you burn it, it will be dry. But if you don't, then it won't. Oh, nice rhyme. So there. really. <laughs> <laughs> Working on your next uh, YouTube video, mate. That's, that's right. Yeah, uh, Minecraft rap. Oh, it's coming, boys. Get ready. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I just have to go with turkey, I guess. Mm. That's surprising, as it is the centerpiece of the meal for you meat yeah. eaters. Daryl, what's your stance on the turkey aspect here? Uh, for me, I don't really care for turkey because my family, we usually cook up turkey and ham. I usually go with ham. because I've had turkey, you know, since... I was introduced to Thanksgiving from the day I was born. So at some point, I just got tired of eating turkey all the time. And ham's a good, you know, it's a good change up. Well, and turkey's got the bone on it, so that's a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I can't do the bones. <laughs> you know, a couple of days later, man, the only thing left is just the meat on the bones. Yeah. I can't do it. Guy that doesn't, doesn't like bone. He's, he's not a boner. That's right. He's He's yeah. got the bone phobia. <laughs> I do. 
No bones for me, please. <laughs> you heard it here first. What about the wishbone? You don't go in for the wishbone? Try to get a try to get a wish. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've ever come across a wishbone. Ah, what? Never Kinda come across a eating. Yeah, you eating the same ones Collins are eating. Eating those tofurkeys, brother. <laughs> <laughs> There's no bones in that. So I'll tell you right now. Just straight gelatin. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> they're, just, they're just a chunk of soy. <laughs> <laughs> Gelatinous turkey with fucking like uh, <laughs> with mushroom paper gravy, tubes actually. hanging it's out got, the end. It's got mushroom gravy too, Eli. Your favorite. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. So least favorite is also turkey for you then, Daryl. Is that what you're saying? No, I mean Eli came up with that one, so I, I would say it's not really a dish. It's more of a condiment. I would say for me, it has to be gravy. I'm not a big fan of gravy. Oh my mm. gosh. Mm. That's I unusual. Just I've like, just not heard that before. I don't like the taste of it. Um yeah, I'm not I'm not a big gravy guy. I just eat everything as is without gravy on it. Wow. So no I mean I feel like on the potatoes is probably where I would miss it the most. On the mashed potatoes. That's some good you shit put right butter there. Butter on there? Uh no, I actually I don't usually well. If my mom is making them, she'll use some just like cooking them up, right? But I don't add extra to it. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I'm actually not a huge butter person in, ge- in general. When we, uh, I just got back from being out of town with Steph for a couple nights. We went down to Carmel Valley, cool little place, stayed at like an Airbnb, right? And just kind of went out to dinner and went on hikes and shit. And for dinner, you get bread basket, right? With butter. I was like, okay, cool. And I had it, and I was, like, remarking to Stephanie, like, oh, my gosh, butter is hella good. I, we just, like, never have it at the house. So, like, <laughs> having it out to dinner, mm. I was kind of blown away. I was like, I don't know if I really need the, the rest of the meal. Bring out more of this. Mm-hmm. Olive garden, baby. That's right. Bread sticks, soup and breadsticks. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> to so, infinity. Yeah, so good. Um, Okay, interesting. Well, then, Daryl, what is your favorite dish if you're not a gravy person? Me, this one, I actually recently started liking this over the last two, three years, and it's uh, the cranberry jelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Nice. I, I did not like it at first. Um, I had thoughts of what it might have tasted like, and and they kind of like made me feel disgusted. But like one day I tried it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've been missing out on years. Why didn't I eat this sooner? Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, I got to have that every year now. Damn, that is also unexpected. Both of your picks are quite surprising, I would say. Actually, Eli, yours too. The sweet potatoes being the favorite. That's, mm. pr- that's pretty lit too. It's the casserole version. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite too. I didn't want to say that just because I want to change it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, my wife and I, we went shopping today. Uh, getting food for the week and also getting stuff for Thanksgiving, and I seen her grabbing the ingredients: sweet potatoes, <laughs> and just the thought of it, man, I was salivating. Mm. I was like, "Are you making that sweet potato stuff?" She's like, "Yep." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh, oh, thank you!" Yeah. <laughs> like, you should make another batch like before Thanksgiving. Just make another small yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How about you, Colin? That's yeah. Those are great choices. Again, super unusual. Um, let's see. So my favorite is probably my family makes this, and maybe you guys do too. I think it's a family thing. It's like a carrot 
casserole. You guys have that? No. It's basically no. just like taking carrots and slicing them and then like doing a layer of carrot and then like cheese and then onion and garlic and then layer of carrot, cheese, onion, garlic, whatever, whatever. And then put more cheese on the top. So Eli, you're throwing up already. Yeah, and you put disgusting. it in the uh, <laughs> and then you put it in the it's oven like... and bake it and it's super good. Yeah, so that's like probably my carrot favorite. Carrot lasagna. Yeah, kind of like carrot lasagna actually. It's a good way to describe it. Mm. Um it's hella good. And then I also like the green bean casserole which is like the green green beans with like the Campbell's mushroom soup and like the french onions on top. Ooh. Oof, so good. Yeah. Again, like you just mix it and bake it. Mhm. I think you'd, you'd probably dig it, man. I uh, just minus the soup. Well, then you're just like, it's just hot beans with onions on top of it. Yeah. The soup makes I, it kind of a... It's just hot beans with onions on it and yeah. soup in it. That's true. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Let's not fly off the handle here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, both of those, though, are, are like, tied for my favorite. And then my least favorite is probably the cranberries mm. or maybe the sweet potatoes. Like, it's interesting. That's why I was asking about the savory sweet thing because you guys both seem like you have pretty big sweet tooths at least around this holiday right because both of those things are uh minus the sweet potato casserole i wouldn't i would it doesn't uh that would just be the one sweet thing i like it's not like i'm like got an extra sweet tooth for thanksgiving you know what i mean no 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 not extra sweet potato casserole right right yeah like that's all i'm saying how do you you not pick that in the context of the meal you're going for the sweet Right, You're, yeah. like, are you big yeah. on the pie too? Do you do you eat pecan pie or pumpkin pie? No, I'm not big on pie. I'm not either. Yeah, Darryl, I mean, like I'm big on the whipped cream. Ooh, the whipped cream that goes on. Oh my god, yeah, it just, it's pretty low in carbs too. For it's just fucking air, you know what I mean? Basically, yeah. The most part, so like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, we'll catch him, catch him in his room late at night, just going straight from the can. That whipped yeah, cream, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe some pecans. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm definitely ready for Thanksgiving. And, do, you uh, eat, do you eat a, uh, a tofurkey? Yes, we do. We have a tofurkey. Mm-hmm. It's called a field roast, according to the packaging. But it's, it's pretty much what I described to you. It's like a hunk Feel of like soy, but it's like pre-stuffed with like vegetable stuffing and like mushrooms. And then you usually get a mushroom gravy that goes with it. But it was oh. roasted in the field, though, so. Yeah, it's roasted in the field, but then yes. straight from the roasted field into your oven, roast it again. <laughs> <laughs> then on Comedy Central's roast, roast it again, and then, and then it comes back to you for dinner. It's great. Nice. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I hope everyone who's listening, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, hope you're going to enjoy the holiday. It's uh, I always look forward to it, also because it's a four-day weekend usually for folks. And yeah, so you get a nice like couple-day little break. Uh, but usually with family, so I guess we talked about that. Not so much of a break, but a couple of days off, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Eli, do we have dad jokes before we get into Horizon Zero Dawn? Okay, I got jokes. Okay, let's get I after gotta it. Gotta ask. <laughs> uh, okay. So, what drink can be bitter and sweet? Speaking of, mm. speaking of bitter and sweet, pomegranate juice. Not a, it's not a joke answer though, but pomegranate. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna say apple juice. Reality. Oh, oh wow. 
Wow. Huh? It's like old street what? from Mean Girls. <laughs> and that's the tea. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the tea. <laughs> okay. Okay. Girl, are you, you are you, did now, you get girl. it? Are you still confused? I'm a little confused on that one. Reality. Can like the place we're living in right sweet. now is reality. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of a drink still. <laughs> <laughs> well, reality, you know, like TEA, but, you know, not. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. The best jokes What's... have to be explained. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. What starts with E and ends with E, but only has one letter in it? What? I feel like I've heard this one before. I have no clue. That like broke my brain that last little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't hate yourself, but toss out an answer. Uh, okay, uh, say it again. So it starts with the ends of the and has only one letter. Yep. Fucking E square E squared? I don't know. Envelope. Oh, wow. Damn, that's a good one, though. I like that yeah, one. That's where you're going. That is a good one. All right, speaking of dad jokes, when does a, da- when does a joke become a dad joke? <laughs> when it has its first joke at. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. When it's told by a dad. Oh. When it becomes a parent. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man uh, actually those last those last two are pretty good i'm pretty pretty into those i was gonna ask you guys about like have you guys ever done any woodworking because i was thinking about <laughs> redoing their dad joke <laughs> redoing okay. my shed and like building a nice little like workbench shelving unit for it i don't know yeah you guys ever done anything like that like home improvement stuff i've definitely worked some wood but n- i've never done woodworking you know <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know what you do. <laughs> NSFW, turn us off if you're listening oh, at work. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I haven't done any. If you're actually asking me if I've done any woodwork, I've never done any woodworking. <laughs> but my brother-in-law, or soon-to-be brother-in-law, probably, he built all kinds of shit around his house, so I'm sure he could help you out. Nice. Yeah, I was thinking, like, with the whole new new maintenance thing. But, you know, it's it's a little shed, but... You know, I still think it'll make if I like start doing that shit in my backyard, I think it'll still make a lot of salt. <laughs> oh. I knew it was coming. I didn't know where, but I knew it was coming. <laughs> Jeez. Those are getting like we're we're going on longer and longer journeys to get to that. <laughs> Pretty soon we're gonna do a whole episode and realize that the end will be like saw. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. Okay, I feel I I feel uh feel pretty pretty bad there. <laughs> <laughs> I missed all those bad jokes or those bad jokes, those dad jokes. Excuse me. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's right. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for that. As always, mm-hmm. hopefully you guys enjoyed those dad jokes as well. If you're listening, and let's get into the main here. Okay, let's get into the meat and potatoes, the mm. mushroom gravy. The cranberries. The sweet potato casserole. Let's get into the sweet potato mm, casserole. Oh, furky. That is our what we've been playing for November, unanimously, Horizon Zero Dawn. We have been playing. And uh, mm-hmm. no surprise, folks, we talked about it on episode 45 that we were going to be doing this. And also, if you've been online with us in party chat or in the Discord, or which everyone should check out, uh, or just kind of chatting with us through the Trophy Talk like party channel, like you know that this has been 
our kind of gaming focus for the past three weeks or so. So we got a lot to discuss here. And I guess like, let's just start off a little bit with how we came into possession of the game because we've joked about it a little bit last time, but it's 2021 and none of us have played Horizon Zero Dawn still. I'm just curious because I know for me personally, like I bought this, I think over a year ago at this point when it was on sale and it, it was like the complete edition and been holding off on playing it backlog wise until now. So like Eli, how did you come in? Like, when did you get the game? Like, you know, that kind of a thing. And then Daryl, what, what about you as well? I have no idea. You have no idea. Okay. When did you buy it? I bought it like a year ago. I remember. Yeah, I feel like I, mine was probably like about a year ago too. I wonder if we were talking about it at the same time. We probably were because I bought this and, or maybe it was two years ago, dude, because I think I bought this and Control and Days Gone all at the same time. It was like on yeah. one of the sales at the end of the year. We've been talking about this for a long time. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it could have been a year or two ago. Yeah. I don't know when I bought it. Okay. But it was just like, you know, it's one of those essentials. And uh, yeah, it probably was around when I was looking at uh, a year or two ago, like looking at all kinds of trophy lists and stuff. And right. I was going hard on the store. Like I probably <laughs> I can just like scroll through like the store now and be like, I know the list to like even like the random ass games. Yeah. Um. So it was probably, yeah, it was probably back then just had to pick it up because of because uh, it's, you know, Sony exclusive. Actually, it's not. I was going to play this on PC. Try to troll you guys. Didn't work out too well. I was not having that. When you sent that, <laughs> that screenshot, I was not about it. Daryl, did you notice what that what that was? Uh, that screenshot you're talking about? Yeah. I had seen it and then I felt like I had it looked different from the yeah. Sony store, and I was like, "That looks strange." Yeah, for the listeners, I chimed in. I I, I uh, sent a screenshot of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn in the Steam store. <laughs> Said, "I'm ready to go, boys." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Can't be doing that. It, yeah, no, I had it on PlayStation Four, and I did. I did just recently buy the DLC. Um, I forget when, but I kind of knew this was coming up. It was on sale recently, so I do have the DLC. Okay, um, but you don't have, but you didn't purchase like the complete edition or whatever when you got it. Thought I did. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Either, either way, I was just curious what yeah. version you were playing on. But we're both playing. Uh, this was one of the games that was updated for PS5, correct? I should probably should have looked that up ahead of time. Let me Google it right now. Hold on. Hold on. I don't think so. It's still a PS4 game. Yeah, so it but, didn't have one of those like patches that made it like a PS5 patch, basically. Oh, uh, like a boost? Yeah. I don't know if it was Xbox, we'd know, but... Yeah, September 1st. Looks like it is a thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We both played it on PS5. What does and... it give it? It does matter. Frame live. It Yeah, 60 FPS. Yeah, 60 FPS. <laughs> Great way to play the original ahead of Forbidden West. It is indeed. 60? Uh, it is indeed. This is on Eurogamer. Horizon Zero Dawn's PS5 upgrade delivers a nigh-on flawless sort of, or 60 FPS. Jesus Christ, can't talk. <laughs> it goes into some detail uh, about things that I am honestly not very well-educated on in terms of like the specifics of specs, but yeah, basically it does have it at 60 FPS on PS5, so pretty sick. Daryl, what about you? When did you get the game, and, when, uh, and what like version did you play or whatever for this? Um, I think I got it around the same time as you guys did, probably like a year or two back. And, you know, hearing a lot of good things about this game, I figure I had to 
at least play it at some point, you know? Right. Um, I think when I did buy it, I had it downloaded on my PS4 at the time as, like, one of the games that, you know, if I ever wanted to play it, it'd be up there installed already. But then, you know, at some point, I think I deleted it just because <laughs> it was, like, a few months after I downloaded it where I realized, you know, I'm not going to play this game anytime soon. So I, I had kind of bumped it down on my priority list a little bit. But um yeah, came back to it. Um I'm playing it on my PS5 right now. Okay. And yeah, I think what um when I did bought it, it was the complete edition, so it had the base game and the DLC included. Yes. So yeah. Uh yeah. I yeah, I think it was on a sale too that I picked up now that I think about it. Yeah, I paid, I think, $20 for it when I originally picked it up. And it was not a game that honestly was on my radar very much for the last few years. I mean, I knew that we were going to do this at some point, but like prior to deciding that and picking it up, I didn't really feel like I was missing anything by not playing the game. For some reason, I just never really got that into it. And I had gone to a friend's house and seen it for a few hours being played there. I think I even tried it out for a couple of minutes, but... This game came out all the way back in 2017, February 28th, 2017, and it's a Sony first-party game published by Guerrilla Games, who previously had done all shooters in Killzone, and maybe early on they did something else, but at least their last few games before this one were Killzone games, including the PS4 launch game Killzone Shadowfall, which I've not played. But this was a big shift for the studio, going to an open-world third-person action game and i remember distinctly that people were very excited for this game before it came out and it also did really well and it is having a sequel coming out uh, in the next couple months horizon forbidden west so overall like a very you know successful game for sony and the head of the studio went on to become the head of playstation first party i think herman holst so some good stuff coming out of the studio in general yeah and anyway, we were long overdue to talk about it. So I'm glad that we are, are starting us off and, uh, and getting into it. So let's maybe say, let's go around. Eli, let's start with you. I just kind of want to get a gut check before we get into some of our Patreon submitted questions and talk more about the uh, game. And remember, you can go over to patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast if you like what we do and want to throw us a couple bucks and show your support. We got various tiers over there. And make sure to also, when you're over there, get the link to the Discord. Come chat with us over there. But... I just want to see in general sort of like how many hours we have into the game. I don't want to go into specific spoilers in terms of like story beats. So I think maybe just hours into the game and what level you are. And then we'll get into the main sort of discussion. I'm at nine hours. Okay. Yeah, for me. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, what level are you, Eli? I I don't know. Okay. Go ahead, Daryl. Uh, right now, I'm 24 hours into the game, and I am level 31. Oh boy! You, you son of a bitch! Yeah, he's just right. Right. he was. I was. I was playing a little bit. Uh, what was that Friday night? And I was like, "Oh, Daryl's like right near me. We're doing like the same, getting the same trophies. Cool." <laughs> Fucking 24 hours. You play like <laughs> for a day straight, dude. Like 20 hours, my guy. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's 15 <laughs> hours. It's 15 hours <laughs> different across two days. So yeah, it's it's like seven hours one day, eight hours another day. It's funny because I had seen Eli on, and I uh, pulled up the comparison of the trophies. I was like, oh man, we're right next to each other. You know what? I got I got to play more. 
I gotta play more because I know Eli's gonna try to beat me in, in, <laughs> in the game right now. <laughs> yep, that's that old race blood coming out. Yeah, that ranch race. Exactly, leaves an impression on you. Um, yeah, it oh hurt. my gosh! Wow. Okay, so level thirty-one, right on. I actually am level fifty-two now, and I'm at forty hours as of today. Big shot over here. Yeah, um, I, I went super hard <laughs> on this game, like, right when uh, I got back from the East Coast a couple weeks back. Stephanie was gone for another four days or so, at, like, once I was home. And so I just took full advantage of it and tried to play, like, four or five hours each night there. And got, yeah, like, you a guys, really big You went ham, too. I'm going ham, brother. You know me. Can't eat the going ham, but I go fur- ham. You're going to Furky over going there, my guy. You know what I mean, brother? <laughs> <laughs> going to Furky. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Sheesh. Sheesh. All right. Well, let's see. What we're going to do is we're going to get into our Patreon submitted questions and we're going to use that to sort of guide our discussion and elaborate maybe a bit more than we would on some of the questions or some of the points otherwise. I think this will be a good way to kind of guide us through the game. It is a rather lengthy game. According to PSN profiles, the trophy hunt for this is a three out of 10 difficulty, one playthrough, but 40 hours. And that's before you do the Frozen Wilds expansion, if you are going to go for that, which they're separate lists, we can talk about that. And I think that adds another 10 to 20 hours, if I'm not mistaken, maybe 10 to 15. So yeah, pretty, uh, pretty long game here. But let's get into the first question comes to us from the Sly G Cooper. And he asks or says, list three things you love about the game and three things that you would change. Daryl, what do you have for this one? Are you hate or change? Three things you would change. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, as far as the game that I love about it, um, I, I love the character Aloy. I think she's a pretty cool character. Uh, she's strong, determined, and she can hold her own with a lot of the, the guys in, in the game. I think her character is really cool. And uh, she's up there with a lot of other Sony female characters. Uh, the story, that's number two for me. I think the story is really cool. Um, I'm really, really engaged and invested in the story. There's so many questions I have that I want answered, and that's what's kind of driving me to keep playing this game. Like, why is uh, Aloy outcast at the beginning? Um, what's Ross? Like, what made him an outcast? And just, just so many questions that I have that... You know, I, I need to know what's going on with the story. Mm-hmm. And the combat, combat's really fun for me. Um, I like going up against all these different machines, uh, kind of understanding their strengths and weaknesses and how I can utilize that to my advantage. Uh, the combat's, like, really intense. That's what I like about it. It's just, like, you know, dodging all over the place, the, the enemies coming at me, and yeah, it's pretty crazy. I like it a lot. It definitely feels hectic to me. It is. Yeah, like, well, yeah, we'll, I'll let you, yeah, but keep going, but when, when we, I want to come back to that, because I think the combat is a is a pretty interesting place to discuss the game a bit as well, so. Sure. Anyway, for go sure. ahead. Um, But yeah, those are the three things I liked about the game a lot, is Aloy, the story, and the combat. Um, As far as the Things that I would change in the game. These are things that I kind of noticed as I was playing that I didn't really enjoy too much or I thought can be improved upon. Uh, one of them is the focus. Uh, it's similar to like Arkham, like Batman's Arkham, like that whole feature with like the Bat Vision, how you can use that to like 
look at clues and stuff. Uh, like the purple, the purple yes. vision. Yes. Yeah. Highlight tracks, that kind of a thing. Yeah, I didn't like that one bit. I felt <laughs> like, it, like it really slowed your mobility down, and like I felt like I was like moving through molasses trying to turn at times. Yeah. To try to like survey the land and find out like where all these different uh items were i didn't really like it i felt like that can be a little bit more fluid and you know a little bit more quicker yeah i agree with that one i like that one actually yeah should steal it that's a it's <laughs> kind of bunk dude it's it's immersion breaking <laughs> I, I like the functionality of it when you're finding pieces of lore or like data pads and stuff then the focus is cool or like when you're scanning machines and seeing weak points, it is kind of cool. But mm. you're right. You do move really slowly when you have it out. And I felt like I always would forget to press it again. Like, it's, I think it's on the right stick by default. And mm. it just was kind of a weird button for that, too. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I would have necessarily found a better one. But it just was kind of weird. I would forget to press it sometimes and have it up during combat. And you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I'm just rolling around in mud right now. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, for me, fast travel was another one. I, I guess I'm spoiled from playing all these other games that have fast travel um, accessibility to where you just click on the area and you fast travel there. That's not the case with this game unless you have like the um, the travel pack. It, it's like the most like the best thing you can acquire. Yeah, the fast um, travel packs. You can yeah. craft them as well, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I yes, wasn't sir. a big fan of is just like having to like craft and buy them. I was so used to like just being able to click on something and fast travel there. And in the game, I can't find the fox skin. <laughs> I can't find the fox skin anywhere. And that's the only thing I need <laughs> that will allow me to just fast travel limitlessly. Oh, my gosh. You can buy it from a merchant, he'll give you like. You can buy it from a merchant to where you can fast travel without having to spend like any of those travel packs. Oh, I didn't know that actually. And, what the hell? Where is this and, guy? Yeah, I can't. The what? Find, well, all, all the merchants sell it. What? But I, I can't find the fox skin. <laughs> what oh, did they sell? I, I didn't see that at all in their inventory, dude. What am I? I mean, maybe it's I didn't look in, hard enough. Um, yeah, it's in one of the resources, uh, one of those uh, selections. And then at the very bottom, that's where it's at. Oh, wow. Okay. But, yeah. One of the items you need is a fox skin, and I don't know how to get the fox skin. I kill the fox skin by shooting arrows at it. I use the light, heavy attack, but I don't get any skins off of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to look online just because, you know, uh, I kind of want to just pick it up naturally, but it's weird. I haven't been able to get a fox skin. I, I do think it's random in just the mm-hmm. same way that I mean, it's a good opportunity while we're here to just kind of speak to the, the crafting element just in how it works mechanically right like when you're destroying enemies and killing enemies or just scavenging the map you find these different parts and bits of like nature like bits of plants and stuff that you can use to craft things i think the fox skin just like a lot of the other things you get from killing stuff is a randomized drop but what i don't know is if killing the fox in a specific way for example increases the likelihood that it's going to drop and i'm not sure if it works that way for the other machines either did you guys get any sense of that like did it feel like you got stuff when you did when you killed them in certain ways or no 
Uh, I feel like it's random. I've done, I did a little bit of uh, testing this, not exactly, but it just happened to be um, with the boars. Okay. So boar, boar skin's mm-hmm. a good one because you need a lot of that shit. <laughs> yeah. You do. Um, I'm trying to upgrade all my like pouches and stuff. Yep. Um, but so I was, uh, I was hitting them with like an arrow and you know, they fucking run and you gotta like chase them down and I hit them with like the, uh, the sword or another arrow. Right. And then, uh, recently I've started cooking them, you know, got my little Minecraft going. Wait, you're cooking. What? You gotta cook your, cook your beef before you kill them. Oh yeah. So I hit them with the flaming arrow and by the time, and when they run away, it's a one hit kill. You hit it, the fire kills it before it can go that far. Oh, that's cool. Pretty, pretty dope. And uh, I'm getting all kinds of random loot. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I definitely, like I said, I knew it was randomized, but I didn't know to what extent, like if you could switch it up. But I'm sorry you're not finding that fox pelt or fox skin, Daryl. That blows. Drive me crazy. Like I'm out in the wild and I'm like trying to fast travel somewhere and then I don't have anything. Yeah. So I gotta like run all the way over there or like find the closest merchant. I felt like towards maybe the first 10 to 15 hours of the game, again, I'm trying not to use like specific story beat spoilers. You're you're in a certain area, right, that isn't like super, super expanded yet. And it wasn't too big of a deal. It wasn't like huge. And then the map sort of like opens up to you again. I mean, you can see the size of it from the beginning, but you just don't, it's not like unfogged to some extent or whatever, right? And, uh, yeah, so, and then at that point, I agree with you. I started running into that issue with the fast travel pack. So what I eventually did was just grinded out the resources it took for them and just crafted, like, 40 of them. <laughs> it was just like, all right, I'm just going to have these, like, basically for the rest of the game. I ran out, like, towards the end of the story, so it worked out. Yeah, I'm going to have to take a picture of it because uh, I'm going to have to show you, like, all the work you did, and you could just got it from the merchant. So annoying, that dude. your problems right there. That's why I was <laughs> blown away when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but are you saying to buy them? You need to buy them with fox skins or something? Uh, well, you need to buy it with one fox skin, not more than one. Like okay. I have everything else I need to buy. It's just I need that one fox skin to complete the purchase. Hmm. Bitches. Um, but maybe I'll shoot it with a flaming arrow. Maybe I can get the fox skin then. Yeah, try it mm-hmm. out. Try it out. Or just go up and go for the stab. Run up and on yeah. one of them. Uh, yeah, no. I should, I, I, I'm going to get it eventually. Yeah, you will. Uh, for the very last one um, that I would like to change is the UI. I felt the UI was just too congested with a lot of stuff on my screen. And it was really hard for me to focus what was really in front of me. Like if I was in like a fight with an enemy or just running around the map, I felt like there's just way too much things going on on my screen. I have like the weapon, you know, uh, interface on the left, on the right corner. And you got your health in the left hand corner. There's just so much going on on the screen. I feel like, you know, maybe we can like cut back on what's there. Sure. Yeah, it was a bit cluttered. What what uh, what weapons did you use? Because you have a selection of four different weapon slots, and I think Eli, you might not have access to all of the ones that you can like get or whatever yet. But I'm just kind of curious what you guys are using mostly. Uh, right now, um, I'm using the bow. Um, I have the slingshot. 
I have the Tripcaster, but I don't really use that too much. And uh, I'm loving the Ropecaster. Yeah. The Ropecaster is pretty dope. I feel like like those guys in Jurassic Park just like, oh, holding down, you know, just pulling the rope. But like, <laughs> You're like wrangling it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool, man. I like that weapon. That's a cool idea for a weapon, definitely. Eli, what are you using? Yeah, and the uh, the bone arrow that boo boo ass trip caster. <laughs> I fucking tried to use it a couple times and just like goes away, like it doesn't do anything. You put it in the track, didn't do anything to the animal. I must have misshot it. I don't understand it. You gotta shoot it twice, but it. I don't know. That shit's trash. And then I yeah, I just got the uh, the slingshot shooting bombs. That shit's pretty lit. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure, they're like AOE, right? They're like a bigger. Like, you can hit the ground near a bunch of machines and it'll affect them? Yeah. Okay. I think there's, like, different styles, too. Like, the flame one explodes, but I thought, like, the other ones... Or those just the traps. The other ones are, like, proximity. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I didn't didn't really use the sling very much, actually. For a little while, I had, like, an ice sling, and or I think it was a blue tier, because I should also mention, like, there are tiers to your gear, just like in... Mm -hmm. Just you know, Diablo style. So there's like a a green, a blue, and then a purple is the most rare for stuff and does the most damage. And yeah, so I I didn't really use the the sling that much. I had the ice one, like I said. It would make them take more damage, I guess, is the gimmick for if an enemy is frozen. And so that was kind of cool. I would abuse that sometimes. But mostly I actually use the there's two different bows that you can choose between. There's like a war hunter bow and then there's like a precision bow or something like a stalker bow, I think they call it. So one of them is like for a longer range and it does more damage, but it has less types of arrows that it shoots. And then the hunter bow had like three options and shot faster, but was like a little less damage basically. Oh my God. Did you, you experimented with the different bows? I did. Yeah. I tried them out. And, um, but I actually, it's funny. You guys both mentioned the trip caster thing. Cause the trip caster was another one I used a lot actually. You would. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, well, I don't, what did yeah. you use it for? So the the way I kind of approach the combat, we should talk about the combat because Daryl mentioned it as one of his favorite things. And it's for me, probably one of my least favorite parts about the game. And I, I feel like it's super clunky. I'll say like the iframes are almost non-existent compared to like coming from playing a from software game or something like that. And I just felt like the game like broke out. Go ahead. Sorry. You're not invincible when you roll, though. Right. Right. I understand. I understand. But I'm just saying I felt like I got hit a lot of times when I shouldn't have. Even when I rolled, I guess. Like, the hitboxes felt really weird. And also, I felt like, in general, the game is designed. It kind of wants you to play it stealthily. And then, like it doesn't really let you do that. Like, you can kill, like, one enemy or maybe get a silent strike on another one or overload something, but inevitably all hell is going to break loose and the machines are going to like, you know, get four other groups of machines pissed off. And before you know it, you went from basically just trying to pick medical salve in the fucking fields to fighting like four glint hawks and nine other types of, they're just, and you're just like, what is going on? And they're like, every time you get hit, you stutter, your character's like, Ooh, and you just like take, you like kind of like roll or you have like a get up animation and then you just fucking get hit again. It's like, Okay, like, cool game. Pretty fun. So the trip caster, to get back to your point, I would lay down as, like, traps before the battle started because you can highlight the movement track 
of one enemy um. at a time. And so I'm like, okay, he's going to come back around here. I'll put a trap down. I'll walk over. I'll override this dinosaur or this machine. <laughs> I'll come over here. I'll silent strike this one. And then when all hell breaks loose, I'll already have like stuff set up, basically. Mm. And then um, when it doesn't fucking work because it's stupid. Yeah, then I would just get pissed off. Then I would get angry. <laughs> be like, this combat sucks. <laughs> <It's Yeah. laughs> it sounds like the combat is the savory uh, thing for you and Horizon, Colin. It's the thing that's giving you the most salt. That's giving sure. me the most salt, and it's my spiciest take. I don't think the combat's <laughs> very good. I really don't. I like. I was pretty bummed. Like, I'm like, give me it. Like, th- nothing is gained for me in the combat here because the other thing that I think sucks about it is you have to have your weapon wheel up like 10 times a fight and sometimes like or a lot of times actually mid fight you're also crafting more of your arrows and shit so it's like it's never this fluid thing it's like a mix between popping into my menu every 20 seconds rolling a whole bunch using like a couple potions getting like mm. two shots in and then like rinse repeat you know sounds familiar yeah sounds uh, like you just described a souls game yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it, but the, but you can't. But also, you can't lock on. The roll sucks, and the hitboxes suck. So imagine that a Souls game where you where the hitboxes are ass. You have to craft everything, and you get hit all the time. I don't know. It's uh why? Okay, maybe a better way to ask the question: Why did you guys like the combat? If you do like the combat, um, for me, I I like the combat just because of um how intense and and fun it was for me mm-hmm. um it was fun like going up against like a sawtooth or a behemoth you know that was really cool being able to like use like my different weapons and like try to take out the different components on on the machines that's yeah. what i liked about it yeah um what i didn't like is exactly what you said colin is like just how chaotic it got where you're trying to like methodically take out like each one of the the machines but then at some point you get spotted because you're in the middle of a a silent strike animation and then just all you know everything just comes down on you <laughs> yeah and that's the part i didn't like the most uh just because it was hard to really like try to get out of that situation most times i just like let myself get killed and try to like figure out how I can, you know, not let that happen again. Um, yeah, that was a really big downside for me for the combat. Uh, I did like it. I also didn't like it. That's what I'll say about the combat. That's fair. Yeah, that's definitely my. So referring to this question, one of the number one thing I hate the most was the the misle- the misleading guys of the stealth, especially in the beginning. Right. So I'm I'm the noob here, the closest to the early game. And, uh, you know, they like, oh, yeah, be careful, go hunting and like, you know, stay in the trees and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> and then like it, it's just a fucking shit show the second you get out there. Like it doesn't work like that. You just it doesn't work like that. So that yeah. was really frustrating. And it does all turn to turns to shit. Uh, it turns to a, a pocket shit storm tour, which was one of my f- favorite words of the game. I, <laughs> I love that. Shit. I, was, yeah, I was like, wait, excuse me. What did he just say? What was that? <laughs> I had to look in the. I had to actually look in the, uh, the uh, the subtitles for once. It's like, oh, okay, that's what he's saying. I played with subtitles on the whole game, actually. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I like. I just. I like the combat for how uh, like badass you feel. It's a little too deep for me, but yeah, like Daryl said, you know the different weapons and like 
shooting for having like a target on it too is kind of nice you know you like zoom in hit knock one of those like uh like their packs off the back or whatever and damage them and hitting uh i like the i'm always the uh i don't like fighting from afar i like to get in there get a little r1 r2 action going right so uh i wish i could get a new um a new weapon like a new melee weapon so i don't know if there's a chance for that but i i don't know i like that the rolling away from the attacks you kind of got to just like i was playing it not like a souls game i guess i don't know i was doing my own lock on right so you like throw an attack and it like takes a while to for it to actually happen you know you kind of just like turn your camera around and she actually swings the opposite way you were swinging in the first place and right. just kind of like you know it just kind of like works your right trigger will lock on to like the closest enemy yeah so I, I i like that i like the the close-up combat of it me too and that's why i was bummed because it's not really viable the later you get in the game like the game like you're just gonna take way too much damage and you don't deal enough with your melees unless you're against like the human style enemies because there's all you have machines that you're fighting but you also have like human enemies and what like, the fuck are these bellow backs, dude? That shit is some bullshit, dude. Yeah, those those bellow backs <laughs> will get you, dude. So, and there's also you know the small. I think there's like light, medium, and heavy classifications of machines too. And your silent strike will like instant kill the small enemies and some of the the medium ones when you're stronger. And then your like right trigger attack will knock over the small and the medium enemies, and they're kind of in, in this like little stun. And then you can go up and critical attack them. But it doesn't work on bigger enemies, which become more common, no surprise, as you get like later in the game. And to answer your question, Eli, you can upgrade your spear in two different spots. One of them is tied to the DLC, but there's some people that recommend actually like going and getting that spear from there early on, because then it gives you a purple spear like early in the game, and you're just like super overpowered. Mm. The other option is you will get a spear upgrade. Without spoiling anything, you will get one in a story mission, but it is the second to last mission of the game. And by the time I had it, I was level like 49. So it was just like, I don't, at this point, like, <laughs> so, mm. you know, you be, that, that weapon you're using right now, you're going to use that melee weapon for almost the whole game, pretty much. So there's just more spears too. There's not any other like weapons. Yeah, there's not any other like weapons you can use, which I thought was a huge bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. So, yeah. So I guess it's not a Souls-like then. <laughs> not a Souls-like, but... But you guys are both right, I think, in that the moments where the combat feels cool, it does feel really cool. And I think when you're either able to pull off sections in full stealth for me, or like when you're in like a one-on-one combat with a bigger machine is when I think the combat is the most fun. It's the most annoying when it's in those hectic, I found just like traversing the world moments. And like you run into mm-hmm. like packs of these things that mm-hmm. alert other packs. Like, I found that to be extremely frustrating. Yeah, I I feel the same way. Um, Like, one uh, one section with with the tall necks, there was just, like, four different classes of enemies, and I had to, and they were, like, right in my way to to get to the tall neck. And I was like, man, this is going to be difficult. It had (laughs) all sorts of, it had, like, the watchers, and it had the big dudes. 
yeah, it it was gonna be a shit show since I went in there, and and it was, dude. I, I don't even know how <laughs> I got up that tall neck. It, there, the game is gracious in that when you jump off the tall neck, though, which for folks who haven't played the game, the tall necks act as like your towers or vantage points in other open world games. So they unlock like the map for you and kind of show you where collectibles and where camps are and stuff like that. But when you're jumping off of them, it releases an EMP which didn't kill all the enemies every time, but at least like disables them for a while. So if you, if you ended up just saying, I'm just going to say, fuck it and run it to this thing, you can still get away when you jump off. One but thing that I didn't really like a whole lot with the combat too, was just the, uh, how weak the concentration skill seemed. I have the two out of three concentration skills unlocked but even with that slow-mo, I felt like the machines move way too fast yes. for me to really get shots off accurately. Like it like when I'm trying to go for the like the weaks the weak points on the enemies, I felt like I was moving my reticle way too much. The enemy was dodging everything. I, I really didn't like the whole concentration thing. I felt like they could have slowed that down just a little bit more yeah. so I can get my shots off better. Yeah, or even done like the the Fallout Three thing or whatever, where it like the VAT system, you know, so it like just straight up pauses the game, basically, oh and then you goodness. just select the spot you want to hit. Yeah, you guys wanted to like walk you, hold your hand through the whole game, dude. So what? I, well, I I also thought Pause it was too the short. game so I can shoot. I also thought it was too oh uh, too short as well because there's some of those weak points that only flash for like a second or two when the enemy's doing an attack or something, and what I had to do, Daryl, a little. I, th I don't know if you unlock it automatically or not, but like for me, when I was jumping, it also slowed time. So I would like focus. And then like when I felt like it was about to wear off, I would jump and then it would, uh, then I would okay. like extend it a little bit. So. Uh -huh. yeah, I found it most difficult when I was going up by like against three or four Glint Hawks at the same time. Those fuckers, dude. Just like, oh my gosh, it's just flying everywhere. Yeah. They shoot ice at you. And just, yeah. like, make you stutter step when they hit you constantly. Oh, oh. Yep. And Aloy, dude. So lame. <laughs> there's, there's a skill you can upgrade, by the way, Eli, oh. that you can, do a <laughs> a you can do a longer roll. So you can have, uh -huh. like, another, like, defensive option. I d definitely recommend going for that if you like to play up close and, you know, use your melee stuff. Mm. Yeah, like, I've been forgetting, for dude. Roll. Oh, you really? You've been forgetting to upgrade? Yeah. Mm. Damn, dude, how many Brute skill points you got? Uh, last time, well, I had like six last time I checked, six or seven. Ooh. That's some good soup right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the skill tree, though, then, like overall? Like, or what do you think of it so far? Do you mm -hmm. like the upgrades? They seem meaningful to uh, you, or are they kind of meh? All right. I, well, I really like the concentration. I'm a big fan. Uh, that's. I don't really know. I I don't I did the I want to be able to disable my resources. I think I just got that skill, <laughs> or like tear down something. But I oh, don't yes. have the one yet. Every time I'm in like the menu for um <clears throat> for upgrades, it's like you can't you can't dismantle these or you don't have the tinkerer skill. That's what it is, the tinkerer yeah. skill. Yeah. Uh, it keeps warning me about that. But other than that, I mean, I haven't really been paying attention to the skill tree that much. I've just been brute forcing it. Just murking them. Yes. <laughs> Playing it like Elden Ring. That's right. It's a Souls game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so a little hint, uh, real quick, cause, and then I want you to get into your 
your other things you loved and hated, Eli, before we get too far away, is uh, there's four skill trees in the game. And if you have the complete edition or the DLC unlocked, and mm-hmm. I realize you actually only need to upgrade everything in the first three categories to get the trophy for like upgrading all your skills. Oh, good call. On out. the base good list. So out. yeah, any points you put into that far right list are not going to help you until you get to the DLC. Oh, I didn't realize Damn that. T- I didn't realize that until like halfway <laughs> yeah. through either because I just got that trophy today and I was like, huh, I don't have all the skills in this right tree yet. Oh, and then I was like reading, and that was the stuff they added in the like mm. yeah in the complete edition. So, anywho, uh, yeah. But what what other stuff did you hate and love oh, then, Eli? So my hates my hates were that mis that misleading guys of style. I think that's just shenanigans because uh, all shit's gonna hit the fan, whether you like it or not. So be ready. <laughs> and then the uh, two uh, was that collection of resources. Kind of dipped my toe in a little earlier there, but that that shit drives me up the fucking wall. I like collecting things. I'm a hoarder. And I collect everything I drive, I go past, and it's just like the like I don't know what's useful, I don't know what's not, but I've started to discover that like all this stuff that looks valuable is not valuable, <laughs> like the uh, like all the ancient debris or whatever. That's that's a Minecraft thing. All the whatever the ancient uh, yeah, there's ancient debris. bracelets and shit. Yeah. Um, they're just you just sell them for scraps like why why is that here why yeah. is it even in here just give me fucking scraps <laughs> like, why the fuck are, now i have to take these 30 things now my inventory's full cool thanks now i have to use this shitty fast travel thing and like uh or find somewhere to sell them that's my big pet peeve is like the balance between uh collecting the resources and uh like having the opportunity to sell them there. It's just not fucking, it's just not there. There is a skill you can get to like dismantle stuff in your inventory instead Mm -hmm. of like having to go sell it, but you only get half the value for it, Mm. but you can get something for that. I think it costs two or three points, but yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just driving me up the fucking wall right now. It is annoying Um, though. Even when you have that, because I still found that like, I ran into the issue of like, I don't know if I should get rid of this thing or not. Like, I don't know if I mm-hmm. should dismantle it because maybe I need it to craft some random fucking quiver. And I, and then like, I, don't, like, I don't know. Yeah. So well, that's, I, I that's the one nice thing they did do for you is there's the sources and the use for tabs underneath. You can even see on Daryl's picture here. Right. When you're in the resources, the used for, uh, lets you know if it's used for crafting. Yep. So a majority of these things you pick up, that's this is where I caught on. Just say uh um they just say use for selling scraps or use for trading. And I just selling them all. It's like what the fuck it just give me the scraps for those. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. But it, it at least lets you know like you don't have to uh you know, these are useless. They're telling you these are useless. Sure. Uh, but they get they give you fair warning. There is just a lot of like shit though in the game. There's just a lot of clutter. Like I don't mm-hmm. There's, there's so many items so many different things you can pick up and you use them all for crafting your ammunition too and so it becomes this whole like balance between like wanting to collect things for trading and then collect things for ammunition and like yeah it's mm-hmm. um, yeah that's basically that's basically my third point here too is just the depth of the gameplay mm. it just like you know it's a little bit much especially when you called out the uh the tears to things and how it's diablo like like that's come on dude 
right. that's too much. That's trying trying too hard. They added like all these little, you know, all these little like crafting and the fucking uh, the tears and it's like, dude, just be your own game. <laughs> like, don't just jumble everything up in here from other games and be like, oh, look at that, we do everything. <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh, and and the other thing is like with the the trip caster we kind of talked about with the that part of the depth of gameplay can be a little much because some of the times it feels completely useless. Like there was this one, uh, I got pretty pissed. This I'm not very far, uh, and it's a five year old game, so I think the only person that's uh a, to be wary of spoilers is me. Okay. Um, but I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, I, it is an older game, so again, you're not going to be able to spoil much anyway, depending on what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, there was this, there was this, um, there was this band bandit camp with that one bellow back in it. Yes. And uh, it's like I got all stealthy, and I was like, okay, cool. Like highlighted his tracks. It's just this little square over there in this little mud puddle he was chilling in, and. Uh, I went in the bushes and there was an enemy right outside the bushes. So I snuck up on him real quick. It's like, cool. Fucking R1 from the bushes, right? It was a fucking drop down kill because he was over a one foot like hill. Yep. And it like drop down killed him and warned the whole camp. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, sick, dude. Like, I, I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, the first enemy. So the whole camp was after me. So I did a lot of, a lot of souls in and dodging and rolling. <laughs> and uh, that's where I found out the Bellowback's actual like weak point is actually like the neck, like under the neck. Oh yeah, well you can shoot the the sack on their back too, and they'll blow up, kill things. I didn't do them. shit. I didn't do shit. I hit it with fire. Hit it with regular arrows. Didn't do anything. You just got hit didn't it blow enough. Blow a fucking it'll, thing up. It'll, it'll blow up. You got to hit it enough. So uh, I was shooting his neck, and it was doing like a fuck ton of damage. Yes. So that was uh. That was where I stuck to. Dude, no, because I before this, right, I saw three of them in the field. And I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. And they started shooting fire at me. I was like, whoa, 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 bud. Right. So I ran over this. I was over on the other side of the creek. They wouldn't come through. They're fucking a bunch of pussies. They wouldn't come <laughs> over the creek, come see me outside. So um, I was sitting over there just firing arrows off, crafting arrows, firing them off. Dude, it was just chip damaging him. And uh, I almost had him. Um, but they started walking away, went back and got them again, and I didn't get them. But I was fucking firing arrows at these these guys for days. It wasn't doing anything. Well, what what level were they? I don't know. See that that's the thing. You could have been you could have been fighting like a them. level like twenty three. Oh, they have levels. Yes, they have they have, level. have they have levels, dude. So when you're scanning them, you'll see it in the left right by their like title card. Mm. And yeah, if you're trying to fight them with like a green bow. You know, mm-hmm. then it's to get, yeah, then you're going to have that experience. I found that to be super frustrating talking about like the leveling system a bit like and the fucking mission design in this game was just all over the place, dude. Like it was like in the beginning of the game, I remember being in party chat with you guys and I was like, OK, I'm level I'm level like eight or whatever. I'm like, level nine. And like I'm mm-hmm. going to go. My next story mission is like a level eight quest. Cool, cool. And I was like following the markers to it. This is maybe not exact, but just you get the idea. Like following the markers to it, and you would go past like enemies that were like you're saying, like level twenty three, level twenty four, level twenty five. And I'm like, mm. so why is the fucking main quest level eight if everywhere I have to get through to get to it has higher level shit than that? 
How does that make any sense? And that yeah. repeatedly found that to be the case in this game, where the main quest would take you past areas that were higher level than the quest said it needed to be. So I eventually mm -hmm. just said, fuck it, I'm just going to go hard level. And so by the time I beat the campaign today, I was level 50, and the main quest was like level 35, basically. Huh. So I yeah. just like overleveled like crazy. I think that like whole the levels to the monsters shouldn't even be a thing. No, they should just like it's already the map sectioned off enough. They introduce them slowly to begin with. I think I think they do a decent job at that. Yes. Um, I think like roaming around and crawling into something that like you shouldn't be uh, and like shit in your pants is a good way to introduce a monster. You know, it's like souls. Yeah, you go down the wrong hallway, you're in the wrong place, buddy. Now you, you know gotta, what I mean? Yeah, you got a razor maw or whatever. Yep, so, exactly. So, just cut it with a level. I didn't know there was even levels to these monsters. Mm -hmm. Besides, like, the corrupted ones have, like, more health. Or yeah. whatever, they're harder to kill. Yeah, um, they're harder to kill, and you can't... I don't think you can override them, either. Mm, so, yeah, I've never really used that too much. It's, it's super I, helpful later in the game, because you can just take... As you get better versions of it, you can like just take over a really strong monster and have it fight with you for part of the fight. Oh, it fights for you? Oh, yeah. badass. Yeah. yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah, you gotta do cauldrons and that'll unlock like what uh, machines you can override. So I, th I was gonna bring that up. It was pretty funny because I was uh, using that skill, right? You walk into... I'm in my first cauldron right now. Nice. And I, I was, uh, I was, it walks up to like the... Uh, you come in and there's like a pathway, uh, a bridge that looks broken out, right? And it's like, mm, I wonder what this thing is. And this is like press triangle to override. It's like, what? <laughs> what is? What the fuck? You kidding me, dude? <laughs> was that? What was that? What was that about? Why do we? I thought that was pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm in the first cauldron. I, uh, I was. I'm about to. Uh, I'm in the middle. Whatever. I'm going to do the core. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. And uh. Yeah. My son's been sick, so I had to. It's been a little wild over here. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Mm -hmm. But the cauldrons are, I think, unanimously cool. One of my favorite parts of the game so far. I, I don't know if, I th if you I th liked them, but I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah, I don't. I didn't was so. If I went down. I was like, oh, cool. I'll do this like mission real quick and go into cauldron. I was like. Fuck, dude, this thing's huge. Wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like maybe I'm signing I won't up be for doing an hour right now. Right? Yeah, I thought it was like a quick little mission, and yeah, it was a lot more than I thought it was gonna be. So, uh, yeah, and I've, I would get uh, those little crabby dabs in there. I, uh, I rolled off the edge, trying to avoid an attack from one after I'd almost killed him, and that was when I put it down. I was like, all right, dude, this... you son of a bitch. Yeah, the crabby, <laughs> the crabby guys. I know what you're talking about. The shell yeah. walkers. Yeah, those things are cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh cauldron is another part of the game where I felt the combat's the combat's really weak because there's an area in the cauldron where I encountered like two long legs, a ravager, and like a shit ton of watchers. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. Really? Like you gonna you are gonna give me all of that inside this tiny freaking underground cave. <laughs> all these enemies for me to try to take out you know i i felt the combat was really bad in that scenario yeah there's ravengers in this so minecraft uh, enemy too by the way there's like certain enemy types there's like a i think they're like the stalker there's like a and there's a couple other no names for them i'm forgetting right now but like the ones that are basically saber two tigers and like 
giant cats. Those types mm-hmm. of enemies fucking suck, dude. When when like eventually mm-hmm. you become OP, but for the good middle of the game there, those things like don't take enough damage from you and they do a shit ton when they hit you and they're really fast. Mm. Yeah. And so like you're saying, Daryl, they'll just introduce like two of them plus some other things plus like Yikes. whatever, whatever. And yeah, it's uh yeah. So I guess oh. to, to ask, I I played most of the game on normal, but I started it on hard and had to turn it down after like the first five hours. And then at one point I even went down to easy for like five hours, maybe even mm-hmm. like maybe even eight <laughs> hours. Cause I was like, it's some, yeah, the middle of the game, like level 20 to 35, something like that for me. I just was like, dude, this combat sucks. It's, I don't enjoy this about the game. And like, it feels like I'm not strong enough to do any damage. So once I got my first like purple gear, like my purple bows and stuff like that, I switched it back up to normal and you eventually get like an upgraded spear. Like I said, and you can get this armor through a side quest that is super overpowered. And so I had both of those going into the last couple of missions of the game and felt pretty good, but yeah. Daryl, what'd you play at? Um, I felt like I played it on normal. I, I definitely didn't choose hard. Weird. Yeah, normally you'd. Suspicious. I know. I would assume you'd play it on <laughs> ultra hard or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trophy hunting for that yet. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Well, you, I see under uh, on your notes here, you mentioned the trophy list, Eli. Do you want to talk a little bit about your thoughts on that? Yeah. Real quick. So yeah. for one of my things on the love section here would be uh, the trophy list. That's a good trophy list. Very good list. Three diff- three out of ten difficulty, forty hours, bit long, but it's uh, I, I don't know. Actually, just kidding. That's not long. That's a game. It's a, it's a um, normal game. Yeah, it's yeah. For, or at least in twenty twenty one, it's a normal game. Yeah, even dude, some of those games back in the day are pretty long too. Oh sheesh! I know. And yes, uh, dude. Oh, I know, bro. Um, Super Mario three. Yeah, dude. Fucking play that without like knowing exactly what to do after people played it for like. 40 years right should take a long time but anyways uh yeah i think the trophy list is pretty good it's pretty easy there's not like um there's not anything crazy they ask of you to get the platinum um there's just some and i like how they uh you know it's kind of like the call of duty thing that we both like where they make you do different things yes um like kill 10 enemies that are weak to fire while burning or you know certain amount of headshots Certain strikes, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's pretty cool. And then there's, you know, story trophies and leveling up trophies. So yeah, it's just a it's I haven't really I'm not reading a guide at all. I'm just playing. That is a good point. I didn't have to use a guide except for that armor that I told you you get from a side quest. It's not guaranteed that you're gonna get everything you need to, to do that. So I had to look up where a couple items I missed were and which isn't bad like you just you'll have to go around and collect a couple things but it's not too bad and then the there was one other thing i used the guide for i'm blanking on now oh the so there's a specific mission in the story that is it will like tell you like you've reached the point of no return basically and if you get to that point and haven't done enough other side quests like specific ones you will lock yourself out of one of the trophies i'm trying not to like spoil it uh, so that was like another thing I wanted to make sure I avoided. It's like technically you can go play it in mission select, but I didn't want to have to do that. But 
otherwise, yeah, I felt like the list was was pretty good. I thought it was weird that the Frozen Wilds has two DLC lists, like one for quests and one for feats. That kind of mm. bothers me because my like overall percentage is like kind of lower. <laughs> like, you know, like I think let me see what I'm at actually right now. I'm at 88% on the base game, but I'm only at 62% because of like the DLCs and stuff. Mm. And there's a God damn, dude, it's so annoying. There's two New Game Plus trophies, like a separate little list. Complete the mm-hmm. game on New Game Plus, whatever, it's a bronze. And then complete New Game Plus playthrough on Ultra Hard is a silver. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't even know if, I'm, if I want to do the New Game Plus at all, let alone on Ultra Hard. Right. Well, it looks like you're gonna. I guess. I mean, what is, what's your guys' plan so far? Like, Daryl, are you going to do Frozen Wilds, do you think? Are you trying to, like, 100, 100%? Or are you just going to go for the Platinum? Um, I'm gonna hundred percent it. I don't know if I'm gonna do all that right after I beat the game though. Right. Um kinda wanna give myself a break, but if I can at least beat the uh base game and like come back to it at some point, that's kinda like my game plan for this one. Okay. And I wonder you- how it works with the Frozen Wild. Like can I play the Frozen Wild and then go into New Game Plus on the Ultra Hard with extra Frozen Wild like levels and stuff? Yes, I think so. So you could be a little more, make it a little easier. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be the way to go. And have like the the super good gear and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea actually. I just I feel like new game plus trophies are like kind of becoming a thing in Sony first party. Like there's always a little extra list with like doing new game plus or whatever. And then even with Miles Morales, they like worked it in, and it was just a trophy in the base list. And, like, I hated it there, and it was only an 8 to 10 hour game. This game is, like, you know, even if you're doing it a second time, it's probably still going to be 20 to 25 hours, like, at least. So, I don't know. Yeah, what worries me the most is that they ask you to do it on um, on Ultra Hard, and, like, typically you'd think that's, a, like, a mode you'd want to play in a safe gaming style. Like, yes like stealth and uh i think we've all three of us confirmed that that doesn't fucking work yeah so that's what that's what's got me most worried and the enemies are more aggressive in that difficulty are they yeah so they just like almost instant charge you like it's way harder to be stealth than yeah yikes yeah i guess if you have infinite fast travel just say fuck it and fast travel to all the main missions (laughs) yeah 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 because oh yeah 60 is max level so when you hit level 60 or it's 50 in the base game, up to 60 in the Frozen Wilds. So when you hit mm-hmm. that, it's like you're not going to get any stronger. So there's no point in doing any of the exploration or side content or any of that stuff. True, true. Yeah. Just get her done. Right. What a lot of people have been complaining about when we bring it up in, in the Discord, when we bring the list up in the Discord, is the hunting trials, which are these like little outposts you find that ask you to do specific mini quests, like kill an, an, this enemy in this amount of time or stealth kill this enemy in this amount of time and you get rated based on your time basically and getting the like best rating for all of those is apparently the hardest trophy in the game and those are the last two that i have left for the base game so i'm not looking Mm. forward to that (laughs) (laughs) have you done any of those yet you guys done any of the, the hunting lodges i think they're called i've done a few of them and I haven't been able to complete some of the trials because I don't have access to some of the, the weapons yet. 
Oh um, yeah, but that's the, right. The one, the ones I have come across, especially the ones in the Karja area, those are pretty tough. Like it, it's asking me to. Like they're really specific. Like rope, rope cast three behemoths and like shoot their underbellies in like a minute and a half. Yeah, and keep in mind they're not the only enemies in that area. I had like glint hawks flying above me too. Um, it seems a bit unfair at times. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like you're asking me to do this, and then the game it it kind of seems like it taunts you in a way because the keeper, the guy that's handing out these trials, he's saying, "Oh, just keep in mind there won't be the only enemies down there." Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, what the fuck, dude? Are you serious? Yeah. It's like, like, why not just make it the specific enemies needed for that trial? That would have been so helpful and, like, so much better. Yeah, this just seems really unfair at times. Is What they're asking and how I'm supposed to accomplish that, it just doesn't seem fair to me. Yeah. Gotta earn those bad boys. Life it, as an outcast ain't fair. Have you uh, have you done any of those, Eli? I think the first one no, is in the. Opening. I'm right there. Okay, yeah. I'm like Daryl. Daryl probably knows where I, where I'm at. He was he was there yesterday. So the, cal- the cauldron, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like you like unlock the area and you start getting those like, uh, uh, yeah, the cauldrons. They're like the blue markers on the map. So I have like the cauldron, and that guy was telling me about the feats or the suns, whatever. Oh yeah, the suns and um. Yeah, so I'm like, I just got there, and that was the first chore I decided to do, to do. Yeah. Um, before the main, yeah, I'm clearing that. I'm clearing that area with the, the corrupted in the way. So I'm going over to that big, open area. I think you were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. Well, and that's that's basically the just. I mean, those things you just described right there are the, are the other trophies in the game. Just to kind of tie it back to the the list a bit. Like, if you hundred percent the map, you're gonna get you're gonna get the platinum and you actually mm-hmm. don't even need to do every single side quest in the game like i think i still had like four or five of them when when i beat the game and i'm not missing any trophies for for those or anything like that mm. and it's really just there like if you need the extra xp it's really weird because reading the psn guide they broke it into steps to get the platinum for this game mm-hmm. and step one they said was just to beat the main story and they said you'll finish this around level 30 and like i said to you guys already like i'm you know i was like max level for the base game when i beat the story so step two they have you do all these extra side quests and and other things called errands which i think that's such a annoying fucking thing like we're not even <laughs> they don't even respect your time enough with it to actually make it a side quest they're gonna even call it an errand like it's like not even worth like anyway so mm-hmm. stupid like just don't put them in the game then like what the fuck and anyway yeah, step two is to go and do that, and that would get you up to, like, 45, and then supposedly doing all the other stuff on the map. The bandit camps, the, you know, the tall necks to get the map opened up more, the cauldrons, like you guys talked about. All that mm-hmm. stuff is supposed to get you to your level 50. But that's mm-hmm. basically what's asked of you. It's story trophies, collectibles, and clearing the map. And the collectibles, I'll just quickly add you can buy maps for at the at the merchant so you can even early in the game at one of the first merchants you go to you can buy a map that shows you the location for all the different collectible types like across the entire world and they're pretty cheap so there's no reason to not get them yeah i think i got all those already exactly so yeah so it's just a matter of running around and 
you actually it's kind of like control you don't need all the data points in the game either there's like text files and stuff that you can find and you don't need mm. all of those for the platinum yeah, those are fucking bullshit dude you think so yeah they're what? fucking tiny dude it's just so dumb oh yeah to find them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's ridiculous that's the worst part of the game well okay so you you had under one of the things you love though that you love the story and right yeah the world and i guess they kind of tie in together my last two were the world and the depth of the story um excluding data law i don't fucking read dude come on oh my god i think we already know that i can't read out loud so i don't do while i'm playing video games <laughs> you don't have to read it out loud while you're sitting there by yourself <laughs> <laughs> so i don't i don't really i've never been into that in games this is too much i'm not i could i'd rather read a book if i was going to read um so but i do like like even just the beginning i think they set it up really good there's some fucking crazy twists and turves twists and turns turves. and curves and swerves uh i was i was gonna say that and i was like i shouldn't twist, and twist, i did anyways but anyways twist turves <laughs> twist t- topsy turvy in the beginning <laughs> for and, sure yeah yeah um so I really like that, how they set it up and just like the depth of the world and, and talking to everybody. And there's like everyone's got a story and info about like what's going on. And um, I can't say I pay attention to 100 percent of it, but like I really appreciate the depth they put into the story and the backstory and, and what's going on here. And, and just kind of like Daryl was talking about with like re- really intrigued about like about finding out what's going on and like who I am, why I'm an outcast, who's my mom, what, what's going on. It's such a like intriguing world with like robot dinosaurs in like, uh, you know, a What is that? Post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world. Um, which, um, you know, broken down cities. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the post-apocalyptic word world word. I think that's, I think we're we're in one right now. We're in a post-apocalyptic world. It's just oh not our oh post-apocalyptic like, di- world. For dinosaurs, this is post-apocalypse. Yeah, so like I don't... Mm. Not found. But anyways, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the, the world building and like the, that side of this the game, I think, is really great. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's funny that you don't read the data logs because, to me, I've, I think that there's two very explicit halves of this story, okay? You have the like present day stuff that's going on with the different tribes and it's more like, uh, I don't know, like ancient times, right? Like not that much technology, right? And I think that part of the story sucks. Like I don't care at all. Like half the side quest, like, oh my, my spear is missing or oh my God, this tribe fucking, ca-. Well, I don't give two shits about it. I think it's actually <laughs> super dumb. And this, the quests are like super uninspired. The dialogue is whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. It's pretty, but I don't give a shit. And the part of the story that I love is in those data logs. And and later in the game, you get more story that is related to the, the world beforehand. And again, I don't want to get into it too much because you're not super far yet. But I think you'll come to find that that is where the really cool shit is at, is actually like in the sci-fi aspects of it. I, I don't know. That's my take. Okay. So I loved reading got, that stuff. You got to live in the present, Colin. You're playing Horizon Zero Dawn. You're in that world. But the mystery you should, is... The, you should the, probably enjoy it. Right. Instead the, of saying this shit sucks and no, reading... Go play the game about the world before fucking this game. No, but the yeah. mystery is you guys are saying the story. The reason you like it is answering or ask questions that you want to know the answers to. Yeah. I agree. The things that I want to know the answer to is how did the world get like this? Why are there robot dinosaurs running around? And why does no one remember shit? 
and the ancient know, stories. But I'm here. Speaks but to I'm all here. that. You know what I mean? Fair point. Fair point. I agree with you though that the world is. You gotta beautiful. live in the now. Like running around the world, I love. Like that's one of the things I love the most about the game. Just running around and and like the vistas and the graphics. It runs beautifully. It looks beautiful. Like even when you're crouching in that tall red grass or whatever, right? Like blending in. It's kind of funny that the grass would be red so that Aloy's hair can be red. I get it, game designers. <laughs> but uh, either way, it's cool. It looks sweet. So I love that stuff. But I just think that the more like impressive writing and storytelling is done speaking about things in the past rather than the shadow Karja stealing Aaron's spear for a ritual, mm. I, you know, but what did you, what did you think, Daryl? Um, I didn't really mind. I just felt like it gave me more stuff to do in the world. Um, to be honest, like all the, uh, the futuristic data points and stuff like that. I haven't really been paying attention much. I'll just scan them and then they're added to my collectibles and that's where they stay. I don't really go <laughs> and like record them or anything. Uh, the one things that, that kind of do catch my interest are the demand points. Yeah. And those I are do pretty kind of like, yeah, I kind of like seeing like that rip and tear kind of thing. Um, I'm that's like another thing I'm curious about. Like, who's this guy that's narrating these past moments and uh, previous life? Um, I don't know how essential to the story they are, but it kind of has me thinking, like, oh, who is this guy? Is he essential to the story? And I don't know about you, Eli, if it, you seem pretty early in the story, but Colin, my, my favorite side quest so far is Fatal Inheritance. I love that one. I'll, that's one of the ones where you're like, oh, I don't give a shit because it's like in yeah. a post-apocalyptic era, yeah. but I fucking love that one. Which I one was it? <laughs> I laughed my ass off. Don't, don't it, you don't have to explain the whole thing, but if you give a hint, maybe. I'm sure I did um, it at some point. It's the one where the brother tells you, oh, go to my family's estate. Oh, yes. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The way it ended, dude, I was cracking up big time, dude. I was laughing, dude. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) It it was so funny. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, there are, I agree. There are exceptions to the, like, they're all bad. But the main story missions, I think, are good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, the side, the side missions, some of them are just. Well, yeah, the errands are errands. Well, the air, there's errands and side quests. I'm saying the side quests, the second lowest tier down. Some of them are pretty, pretty bad, or at least for me, they seem bad. I don't know. It doesn't help it's too good. that I was playing in party chat a lot for this game, so like I would side quest stuff. I would just kind of like skip dialogue, and like read what they were saying at the on the subtitles. But main story missions, I always tried to play like not in party chat and like actually pay attention. It got to a point for me where I was doing that too, where the the mission itself and the dialogue just went a bit too long for me. Mm-hmm. And I was just pressing X to skip everything. And the the side quests themselves I felt carried on way too long. Like you you know what your what the side quest is, and then all of a sudden the side quest gives you a side quest. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, go to go to this guy. He knows how to, you know help you out and then that guy tells me to do something else i was like what the fuck's going on man so yeah, i hate dude. that shit i yeah. hate those yeah it's like now it's a main mission like yeah it's not a side quest no more you yeah. get like a plan in your head i'm gonna bang this out i'm gonna go hit over here and then you're like all on the other side of the map because you fucking ran through this slew of fucking irons you know what i mean i do that shit pisses yeah. me off i definitely do yeah yeah 
I, uh, I, I don't know. I agree, though. The world, great to run around in, like I said. So that, that's, mm-hmm. those are the things that, the things I loved, I guess, to answer Sly's question formally for me. I also loved the story, but just, just a different part of it than what you guys have focused on so far. Like the ancient stuff is what I was really into. And I really loved just running around the world. You know, it was very beautiful to explore and fun, a fun map to clear out. And then uh, the other thing that I would say that I loved about it is probably, I want to say that the, the, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on what the name of it is? There's a certain mechanic. Oh, the weapons, when you could, sh- when they blow off of the enemies, the components, that's what they're called. When you can like get to the point in your combat where you get these arrows that like cause explosions and like pieces of the, the enemy will fly off and you can like get big guns off of the giant monsters and giant mechs and then turn around and use them against that same mech. Like that part of the combat I thought was really cool. But again, it only sings when you're fighting like one or two other enemies. The game just has a tendency to want to throw you into like groups of like six or seven or eight things. And it's like, that's not where it's fun. So like really specific combat moments. And then, yeah, what I didn't like or hated the crafting we talked about the excessive amount of time that you're asking me to spend in my inventory, like just even separate from the crafting, just like looking at shit and changing weapons and blah, blah, blah. I didn't like that. Reading data logs. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, those are great. (laughs) And then, yeah, just the, uh, I, I think that the, to put it specifically, what I don't like about the combat is the hitboxes feel like arse (laughs) in this, in the stun lock feels really bad. So, yeah, but thanks for the questions, Slide G. Cooper. Got us thinking mm-hmm. about some stuff there. Had a feeling that was going to happen, so much appreciated, sir. And uh, let's get into, I guess, Skrillis's question in common here because I think it's mm-hmm. a way to kind of summarize a little bit of what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so he he asks, if you could change one thing about the gameplay of Horizon, what would it be? <laughs> I love how he put the little snip in too of excluding changing the game to a linear game because he knows us too well. Uh, so what's thing you would change about the gameplay if you could? And then what's one thing you wouldn't change that you think is perfect as is? What do you have for this, Eli? Uh, definitely change the resource and the balance between gathering and selling, like the options between there, you know? Mm-hmm. You, gra- you gather way more than you can sell and like hold on to and opportunities to sell are at least for me right now slightly rare i'm gonna have to go get this golden fast travel box like those fucking exist but i seriously take one looking at this <laughs> screenshot daryl i legit never saw that <laughs> I, i've never seen that because like i never i never bought these other components like the blaze the chill water the echo whatever so i never thought to like scroll through that tab to the bottom you know it just seems sneaky for a merchant to hide that all the way at the bottom of like these lesser items and put this valuable item like right at the bottom of it. Like who would have thought to check? Like, to be honest, I didn't even know that was a thing. I was just scrolling through that list one day and I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. It's, you get these, these low tier items and then at the bottoms of purple, there's no blue, no green. It's just, it jumps to purple. Like, what the hell? Why are you hiding your shit, man? I don't even think that's the same tab where you buy the single-use fast travels. That's the fucked up thing about it. Because I'm pretty sure you can buy single fast travels. And so just put it underneath that. So I can see it's in the same category. Why is it in the same category as other crafting components for ammo? Makes no it's sense. It's epic. 
It's epic. It's, it's epic. Those merchants, man. Those merchants are sneaky. There's also just like 300 merchants in the game, and like very few of them <laughs> do anything different than the last. So it's just like, what the fuck? And like, oh my god, I forgot too. The loot boxes. Why are there loot boxes in this game? Like, you complete a quest, and it's like, here's a resource box. Like, are you oh, yeah. fucking kidding me with that? I don't, like, what is yeah. this? Oh, there's man. one too many. They put a little thought, too much thought into like the extra little goodies there. And I couldn't even yeah. open them half the time because my inventory was full. Mm. So I could never mm, yeah. like take what was in them. I was like, this is yeah. so stupid. Anyway. Yeah. So what's the thing that you would uh that you would keep? I would keep this funny thing is I put a bunch of shit I didn't like. Okay. But I would definitely keep like the world and the story. Like the world in general. Yeah. The the aesthetics and the story are both beautiful uh nine hours in. <laughs> well that will not change for you i'm sure the the game mm. looks gorgeous most definitely mm-hmm. yeah what about you daryl what'd you have for this uh for me i said um i've already complained about the things that i would change but this this is another thing that also bothered me in the game uh that i would change is making making those ledges you can grab onto more visible man like oh make that God. shit obvious yes like, that shit bothered me so much yes i agree because like, it's like in a rusted building everything is kind of like yellowish red you know what i mean like how i can't fucking tell what the what the handhold is in this area and on the rocks it's yeah. like they're all white rocks i can't see definitely this thing. definitely need a handheld yeah need a handhold <laughs> handheld handhold sure. i ended up For just sure. like skyrim jumping up fucking ledges half the time like finding geometry to jump on and like kind of glitching the game a little bit because yeah i don't oh, know yeah. it's weird well they change between the colors of the ledges throughout the game one time it's yellow then it's white it's like make up your mind but yeah. it's really not that obvious that that's a ledge you can interact with like like the very first uh tall neck that i had to get across to i had to climb a building but I was running around that building in circles like three or four times. I'm like, how do I get up there? There's nothing to like get up the building. And I just happened to see like a yellow ledge. And I was like, wait, I can climb on that. And then like I look further like throughout the building and then I finally realized, oh, this is what I'm supposed to get on. But that's what she said. This was like oh. this was like the <laughs> like fucking nighttime, dude. I couldn't see any of that shit. Oh my god. Yeah. When it's night, you're fucked when it's nighttime in this game too. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing that bugged the hell out of me. It's like I don't know how to scale some of these areas because I can't see where those ledges are I can interact with. Yep. Um yeah. That, that's all I had about uh, one thing I would change about the game. Uh, one thing that I wouldn't change, and I think it's perfect as is, is just the um, variety of machines that you, you go up against. I think there's a lot of enemies uh, in the game. Uh, the machines are all pretty cool. I think it's fun, like going up against a herd of grazers, uh, just shooting off like the back of their like their blade canisters. I actually like blowing those up. Just seeing a whole chain reaction, I think that's pretty fun. It is hell fun, yeah. Um, I actually got pretty spooked when I I decided to like swim across a, a river and those alligator type of enemies that spotted me. Mm-hmm. Snapjaw, yeah. One spotted me and it just started like going into the river and it was following me, dude. Like <laughs> I had the camera pan behind me and it followed me like from the 
fucking like across the river. I got hella scared, dude. Yeah, those things are fucking freaky, dude. And they always, they're usually in groups of two or three as well. That's what I hated. So, like, you'd alert one and then you just got three of them running, (laughs) like, swimming at you hella fast. Yeah. I I thought the enemy uh, variety in this game was pretty cool. Hopefully, they can kind of expand on that in the next game. Not add too many, but just, you know, add maybe a few more. Because this game had quite a bit of, like, the different enemies in this game. Dude, can you shock, use that? trip caster and shock the whole fucking water or does it not work like actual electricity i don't think you can tether it to the river or to the streams you might be able to throw one of the pouch like the Mm. grenades in there i actually never tried that my guess is no my guess is that it's not gonna work but hold on a sec dude yeah everybody knows throwing a toaster in the bathtub's not like it's gonna kill you dude well i mean and that's the thing like if if there was aspects of the game where like if you shot the grass with a fire arrow it started on fire and stuff i would be like okay Mm -hmm. yeah that would probably work but there's like no physics like that in the world really Mm -hmm. so i yeah i doubt it but it would be cool Mm -hmm. i agree and i hope that they to your point daryl maybe don't even add like in addition to like the enemies from this game maybe don't add even more to that but just like swap out half of them for new ones or like variations of them because i think there's plenty of like different types they just i don't know or like make them a little more unique like you only find like a couple in the game for some of them do they have that big uh mammoth that's in the trailer for the second one in this one i don't know if it's in frozen or not i haven't started the dlc oh okay yeah it, it might be um but you haven't seen it in base game. I haven't seen it in the base game and I've cleared okay. the whole map. So yeah, cool. that, yeah, that would be cool. I know there's like more like water, like aquatic areas to explore. It seems like from the trailer in the second game. So maybe there's like other like types of like giant sea monster ones and shit or sharks or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I know what you mean, Colin. There was a point where like I was getting confused with like the enemy types because uh, like the sawtooth, for example, it's, similar to like the ravager and then like the grazers and the striders were a little no no grazers and the lance horns were the ones that i was getting confused every now and then so there's like a few enemies in there where they're pretty similar to like another enemy in the game yeah totally and the stalkers were cool too i don't know if you've encountered them yet daryl i don't i definitely don't think you have eli but they're like invisible enemies uh, they're kind of like invisible saber tooth tigers, and if you can hit the component off of them, it'll like it like makes them visible. So there's like a way to fight them later. But when you first encounter them, you don't have those arrows yet, so you just like can't see them. And you fucking run into like a group of like two or three of those like in the woods at night. It's like oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's <laughs> like going up against predators, man. Yeah, basically. They even got like that little laser thing that shoots out like the little fucking beam or something you yeah see him come out of nowhere you don't even know where it came from yeah exactly it's so weird um but okay let's see the school school school's question for me if i could change one thing about the gameplay of horizon i think i would i'm gonna have to kind of align with eli in that the the amount of crafting and or item management relative to like having to sell and like carry capacity like there's just a bit much going on there so Dude, and even even knowing the plants, that yeah. was fucking annoying to me. Like, what am I supposed to be a botanist, dude? I'm running around pressing triangle, dude. <laughs> I basically just ended up picking them all up. I just picked everything up. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like you, you can't pick it up on the run either. You have to like do a little stop. 
yeah. and, and grab yeah. it, which it's not very long. So uh, it sounds nitpicky, but trust me, when you're doing this thing like 600 times over the course of the game, you're like, yeah. just let me fucking pick it up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I'd say like the, the crafting and like inventory management and like gear level shit, it just isn't needed in the game. Give me one bow like or two different bows one long range one short range one sling one trip caster and then like you know let me just use the modifications i'd rather they just do that Mm -hmm. and um yeah the one thing that i and then one thing that i wouldn't change that i think is perfect oof that's a tough question because i don't don't really love any particular one thing i would say about the game more than anything else the data logs probably the yeah honestly probably i think their their way that they tell the, the story of the people <laughs> in the past the data logs are really well written that's something i wouldn't change and then i also like the sort of like flame ice shock like mm. ammo types i think those are cool i wish that they worked a little bit more like pokemon where like you encounter a certain type of enemy and like the opposite is like really strong against them and it is kind of like that sometimes but not very consistently so hmm. yeah I, I do think the data logs are probably the, my best answer for that one thing i wouldn't change keep the writing good for the backstory <laughs> let's let's go with that the least important part of the game oh that's my favorite part <laughs> it is my favorite part <laughs> it, it is my favorite part which i think this ties in nicely to uh to our our next question here from maximum carnage so he gives his thoughts really quick up front. So he says, personal thoughts on Horizon Zero Dawn. It has been said a thousand times and more, but this is really one of the PS4's greatest titles. I regularly skipped gym and social events just so that I could beat and platinum this game, recommended to anyone new to PlayStation. I can sympathize with the skipping social obligations to play a game you're excited about. I love doing that. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. And then his question. Now that you guys have finally experienced what is known to be one of PS4's finest experiences, were your expectations met? Are you going to make an effort to tackle the Frozen Wilds DLC and New Game Plus? So before you answer, Daryl, I want you to maybe give your thoughts first. Metacritic score for this guy is an 89. And the user score is an 84, or 8.4. So what, what, what do you think? Were your expectations met? Do you agree with that overall assessment and rating? You know, that it's one of PS4's greatest titles? Yeah, I mean, I I would say that this is definitely one of PS4's strongest like titles out there. Like, if you have a PlayStation, this is one of the games you need to play. Um, it definitely I haven't beaten the game, so I can't really say much about the the whole game itself. But from what I have played, I'm having a lot of fun with it. You know, um, I said a lot of bad things about the game that I didn't really like, but I also mentioned like a lot of good things I really enjoyed about it. Um, when I first heard about this game, and you know, as far as like my expectations go, um, I didn't really expect this game to be as good as, you know, a lot of people are rating this game to be, you know, Gorilla Games, I had always known them to be Killzone, you know, the studio behind the Killzone games. And for them to make a game like Horizon Zero Dawn, I just thought that was a huge risk, you know, for them to go from an FPS to a third world, uh, third person open world type of game. I didn't think this game was going to uh, be successful. And, you know, they proved me wrong. I'm playing this game and I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's a really fun game. 
Um, as far as my expectations go, man, I didn't really think I was going to enjoy this game as much, but you know, the 24 hours I put into this game, I can't seem to put the controller down. <laughs> I'm doing like, I noticed. In... <laughs> <laughs> I can't put the controller down. There's just so much in the world that, you know, that keeps me busy. Um, doing like all the side quests, the, um, you know, finding the metal flowers, ancient vessels, things like that. And the story, the story just got me hooked. Like, there's so much that I need to know, um, you know, in this story. And after playing uh, another game recently, that story was pretty lackluster for me. So, and and it was another Sony uh, first party game. And f to play this one, like, you know, I I just need to know that this this game story is just gonna be like mind blowing like like i need to to beat this game to figure out what's all going on but yeah this is definitely one of those games that i, I would tell people to check out um if they ever play playstation yeah. or haven't played this game uh it's one of those games i'll definitely bring up and uh, for the second part of the question, yeah, I will make an effort to play Frozen Wilds DLC and New Game Plus. I just won't do it back to back. I'm probably going to give myself a break just because I did pick up some new games today. So oh, just to let you guys, shit, dude. <laughs> just to let you guys know, Target had a pretty good Black Friday sale going on. Wait, you uh, left so the house? That's right. I shit. did leave the house. No. Um, that, that was the only time I could put the controller in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had to get more that's, games. That is a ringing. That's a ringing endorsement of the game, though. Couldn't put the controller down, dude. Tagline right there. So I went to Target today, and I picked up Death Loop and uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. God, man, you have got seventy books, dude. You have got such better games ahead of you than this one. I cannot wait for you to get to those. <laughs> <laughs> I know they came highly recommended by you, Colin, so I picked them up. I guess now the the proof is in the pudding, dude. We'll see, because you might play those down the line and be like, shite, dude. Horizon's way better. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I go, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Yeah, I guess last little tidbit to ask, and then Eli, want to hear what you have to say. Are you ex planning on getting the sequel next year? Maybe not at launch, but is what you've played so far interested you enough in getting the sequel? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I really enjoy this game. I I like the whole setting of it, the post-apocalyptic type of thing, and just the character of Aloy. I I really like her as a character in this game. Her story just has me intrigued and invested, and I'm I'm pretty excited to see where the her story is going to take her in Forbidden West. So I'll probably pick it up. Um. You know, launch day, and uh, talk about it then on the podcast when I play it. There you go, dude. That's some good shit. What about you, Eli? Personal thoughts on Horizon Zero Dawn? Expectations met or no? Yeah, I just think I think it's really cool. I mean, they just made uh, they made a game for that that guy from Fortnite in the in the green suit. I forget what's his. <laughs> Chief something? Uh, I, th I think it, uh, Spartan Lock or something like that. Yeah, oh, some, I th some guy. Maybe it's ODST. Is it 
Halo, yeah. Halo Elite. Halo, Spartan, that's it. Yeah. Spartan ST or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. They that's made right. that. They made that Halo game from that green guy from Fortnite. I just think it's really cool. They 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 made a game for the girl in Fortnite too. I know. Um, it's pretty cool. Right. And like to do something like that. Backdated it as well to 2017. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> wild. It's pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're a little but, earlier on. Like you're like again, we've said you're only about 10 hours or so. But so far, how are you feeling? Uh, so yeah, in the beginning, that one it gave me. I know this one was first. Uh, I wish it wasn't, but like it gave me like really strong God of War vibes, and like instead of like boy, it was like follow, right. like that was, and it was the same like you know some uh, outcast living in the woods raising a young child by himself in the snow, you know, Norse sort the, of imagery. Yeah, so it was a little. It was kind of it was kind of lame at first, even though I enjoyed I enjoyed like the story, but I you know felt a little weird at first. But yeah, I definitely I think my I am early uh, so far. Um, I think my expectations have been met, um, especially because I know this game is five years old and that I am late to the party. So I wasn't. expecting a ps5 next gen experience here i'm expecting a five-year-old experience yeah and uh so i think that's definitely what i got but people do do rave about it and uh you know the recommendation i would i would recommend it but the weird the tough part there is like the new ones coming out so soon is i can only recommend it until february next year most likely and the next you know that one should hopefully be better maybe it's shite and i still have to recommend this one yeah um but yeah i was uh daryl mentioned uh the gorilla games put this out with uh you know he was kind of um not sure how it was gonna do and that made me that was started making me think about the uh all this bullshit they added in here where they tried to take all kinds of different you know with the the epic gear and the different colored gear and all these resources and all the menus. And maybe they just went like balls to the walls after only doing FPS. I totally think that's, yeah. When you consider this game, you have to consider the context of it being an FPS studios attempt at an open world RPG five years, five years ago. (laughs) Got got a little out of hand maybe with the, right. (laughs) With the, the menus. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I definitely expectations are met. I think the 80s are a good range because I would say honestly, even kind of higher for those those ratings you read with uh, Metacritic and yeah. So 8.9 according to like reviewers and 8.4 according to users. Yeah, I'm wondering what the reviewers didn't like about it. Um, but yeah, yeah I think I don't know. I think it deserves pretty high because those, you know, I think it checks all the boxes for those those kinds of scores right there are little things that we've been nitpicking a lot about i think but yeah uh, there's some fucking shit games out there yeah so um yeah i think i think it's i think those are pretty fair numbers um, cool yeah as far as the dlc goes i do own it now so i would like to go after those um i'm not sure what i'm doing for uh back to back or not um the so the new game plus is the fucking hard one, right? But I can't leave just like one trophy. So I'm going to have to do that at some point. Uh, well, I guess it would technically be two if you don't do new game plus at all. But I mean, you could I'm just have do to all the main hard. missions probably in like, I feel like you could do just all the main missions and just skip the dialogue, fast travel yeah. everywhere. You could probably do it in like 
I don't know, 10 to 15 hours, actually. Yeah. So yeah, it's not shouldn't. horrible, but. So I'll probably, I'll probably end up, end up going for that, but I'm definitely gonna, I'm going to get out of this cauldron and take a break and try to, um, uh, like live up to my, um, to my words at the beginning of the year and complete my yearly goal. So, uh, I might take a break. I'm hoping this lines up well with the February release of the new one. If that doesn't get delayed anymore. Um, so I'll probably, I'll probably take a break early and then maybe, maybe grind it all out at once while I'm familiar. That's kind of, that's that's kind of my plan. Yeah. Okay. That's cool though. Mm -hmm. I think that that will serve you well in terms of like being practiced at the game. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Okay, well, yeah, I, I think I, I'm, like, somewhere a little bit lower than you guys. I'm still, I think, in the middle of the game, my, like, middle 20 hours or so, I was pretty down on it, in all honesty. Like, I, I thought the first five hours were great, and then, like, the middle, like, 25 to 20, I was like, I don't know if I like this that much. And then the last, like, 10 hours, the story content, the main story content was really good. And so, it, it, like, yeah. That's, yeah. I, I wanted to, quick, because, like, I haven't finished it, and I... I am really the thing that's driving me is that end story. And if it's just shit, then like, then I, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said what I said. No, the, st- the story if is you're good. confirming it's good. Then yeah. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, you're nope. You're that's a good point. The story is good. You will not be uh, you will like the answers they give, I think. OK, so, yeah, it's it's pretty solid. Um, but I think maybe a little bit high for me, the 89 and 84, 8.9, 8.4, I'd probably put it at like just a straight up eight, maybe even like a 7.8. If you think of like seven is good. Eight is great. It's like somewhere in between for me. Yeah. What's nine? Nine is a amazing. 10 is masterpiece. I think according to the rating systems. So yeah. And six is an okay game, but the weird thing is if a game gets a six, people are like, Oh my gosh, it's getting shitty shitty grid or shitty review it's like eh, six is okay it's an okay game i i don't i don't know like i would for this like if you like open world games i would definitely recommend it if if you have a playstation 4 or playstation 5 right as a first party offering it's it's a good game it's really well produced it's beautiful right like it's it's very polished triple a rpg experience it's a bit bloated which we talked about as far as the crafting and some of the mechanics. I hope they refine some of that out in the second game and listen to some of the criticism. But like you guys both mentioned, it's five years old. It's from a studio that made shooters. So as a first outing for an RPG, it's pretty good, right? Like, I'm not going to hate on it too much there. And yeah, I, I just beat the game, like I said. So my plan as far as the DLC is I have to finish up those, like, hunting lodge trophies in the base game so just two of those and then i'm gonna go do the frozen wilds right away i think and try to get those done in the rest of november basically and then hope to like switch over to something else and i'm not sure if i'm gonna go for the new game plus trophies or not like it it is annoying to like yeah be missing one or two trophies but i also just don't really care that much (laughs) so um i don't know we'll we'll see but yeah, I don't I don't personally put this in my top 5 PlayStation 4 games or even you know, it's probably top 10 but like maybe towards like number 9 or number 10 as far as PS4 exclusives. So, I think a little lower, but overall I still recommend yeah, if you're into open world games, play it and check it out. 
So that's uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Do you guys have anything else that you wanted to add concerning the game before we get into Patreon shoutouts? I got nothing else. I got nothing else. All right. Well, right on. So as I said, like just a quick shout out here. This is a special thanks to all the people who support us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast. We read some of their questions, featured them in the show. If you liked that and you like that idea, go and check out our tiers of support again. We would really appreciate it. So special thank you goes out to Charles Bilby, the Sly G Cooper, Patrick Tebow, Slugger, Be Down, Maximum Carnage, and Skrillis. Thank you very much for your support of the show. All righty, boys. Well, we've talked about a lot of things. The Nora Braves, the ancient times, favorite Thanksgiving dishes. I think we I think we call it a wrap. What do you think? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's Sounds let people good. know where to find Turkey you at. Wrap. Turkey wrap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Daryl, where can uh, folks find you at? Uh, tall Samoan guy. The Tall Samoan guy on Instagram and Twitch. Yes, sir. Eli, what about you? Yeah, I'm Narshire13, uh, spelled with one D, on uh, Instagram and uh, the Discord. And my YouTube YouTube channel. Check it out. There. Yes, kind sir. Of, sometimes. I saw you liking some of my comments recently. A little activity on there. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was about, yeah. but I did. Yeah, I pre- appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it was a heart. It was a love. It was. A it, love. Was. it was. I'm like, yeah. it's a little late, but I'll take it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, as far as myself, you can find me on YouTube at CK Present and, of course, in the Discord, CK Present, PlayStation, CK Present. Um, did want to shout out real quick as far as content. I had a, another, like, spoiler cast review discussion of Alien Isolation up on my YouTube. So if you want to check that out, that was with a couple of the folks from the Discord, Skrillis and Slugger. It was a good time. So, yeah, some new content on there. It was, like, my first upload in, like, nine months, so I had to call it out. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. It looked pretty good from what I heard. Yeah, it was it was a good time. It was fun. You got I mean, I know you guys didn't check out the game, so you don't have to listen to it, obviously. But yeah, if you if you're into long form content, I think you'll uh, I think you'll dig it. So anywho, that has been episode forty six of the show. We will be back in a couple weeks' time in December for episode forty seven. Until then, take care and happy gaming. Goodbye.